downside of being in five fantasy football leagues is that I'm not 2-0 and in any of them. 0-2, I think you should be rooting for me in this in the league we're in together. I am, but I'm also rooting for myself. I think you need to root for me first. I mean, you've been playing fantasy for so long, and you've won so many leagues. Like, wouldn't it be nice to see me win one? It'd be nice to see you get second place. No. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on path for this to be my greatest season ever. Mm. I hope it is. And you get second place. Okay. Just wanted to see how you really felt. Now I know. I mean, especially because, you know, I was wrong by the commissioner last year. You definitely were. Yeah. Never forgive you, Swig. I don't know who Yahoo rated C team is in my uh, ladies league with the LOD. I'm going to beat your ass, Blondie. I'm break them feet. John Senning. Let's go through some news stories and play some lullaby versions of popular songs underneath them. Laser Vision, home of the GOAT, Dr. Updegraph, perform my LASIK procedure, and I'm seeing with 2020 vision. I'm headed to the beach after the show today. I'm going to take in uh, uh, the sunset with my brand new non prescription sunglasses, seeing things like I've never seen them before. And you can experience the same. LASIK is very, very safe. It's considered the safest elective procedure in all of medicine, even more so when you're dealing with the guy who's got patents on half of the technology they use to perform the procedure. The third doctor to ever do LASIK in the United States, the first ever in Asia, and meeting the guy, he's just as normal as can be. He's he's performing this procedure in my eyes while we're kind of shooting the sherbet about Chris Stapleton and music oh. and other things. He is such a great guy. And if you're thinking about LASIK, I can't recommend Dr. Uptograph enough. And right now, Uptograph Laser Vision is offering $1,000 off LASIK. Consultations are free, so call 727-551-2020 or book online today at www.lasik4me.com. You know what's going to be really nice for you? Instead of doing a lot of yard work with your prescription glasses on and having, like, you know, the sweat and the fog up, you're going to be able to do all that yard work this weekend without anything protecting your eyes. I mean, you got you got sunglasses, of course, if you need them, but you don't have to wear your prescription glasses while you're taking care of that yard work for your mother-in-law. In a way, in a way, that is a thing because you you want to be able to see when you do yard work, right. but you also want to wear protective glasses. So now I can wear high-end protective glasses and still see as good as I could with my normal glasses on. While you're doing that yard work for your mother-in-law. Yeah, you're out whacking weeds. Why are you doing this to me? You're out whacking weeds. You know, you ever get a pebble fly up in your eyeball when you're whacking? I have. Yeah. It's not cool. Yeah. And clearly I'm not getting out of that either now. So thank you. I appreciate it. Double down. Looking forward to it. Here to help. The hunt for wanted Brian Laundry in the alligator-infested Florida swampland has so far costed an estimated $1.2 million. And with no trace of him, 
a search and rescue expert uh, has exclusively telling uh, the Daily Mail his parents could end up being on the hook for that if they find him and they can prove that they led him on a wild uh, goose chase. Ooh, that's tough to prove. I, I'm starting to think that what they're doing there at the reserve is actually to mess with Brian Laundry. They want Brian Laundry to think that they're looking for him primarily there, and it may be at the it may be at the orders of the FBI because I think the FBI really is taking the reins, and maybe they got some people down in Northport, but they go, hey, hey, you get all your people down there, and you make it look like you're really looking in the preserve, and we'll go look everywhere else. That's an expensive decoy operation. Uh, you're probably right, but how could they be spending that much money? Based off of the word of parents who, at, I think at this point, no matter what you believe, you, you could accept a little bit that they're trying to cover for their son. Uh, I don't know. You're right. I did see that they went to Orlando. People were rumoring yeah. that they were getting with Jose Baez. Yeah. Uh, well, he, I think it was, or at least they said, or or the lawyer come on and said, he, he, they were meeting with that lawyer. Uh, Bertolino, I think is his last name, met them in Orlando, oh. which is interesting. But I have heard uh, I have heard Baez's name mentioned quite a bit yeah. as of late. So, I mean, he is, uh, I don't know how you do that. And I know that it's a part of the law and it's a part of what we do, but how does a defense attorney, who these people know more than most, so honestly, probably grasp whether or not somebody's really guilty. Go into court every day and defend a guilty person, especially someone like a Casey Anthony, who seems like she may have murdered her daughter. And with this, unless we get a bombshell, it's looking pretty, pretty blatant that Brian Laundrie murdered her. And the other piece here I just wanted to touch on the uh, warrant that was issued for his arrest actually for uh, electronic fraud, not for her murder. He it, it it sounds like they're getting it because he used her debit cards and took money out after she was most likely dead. Because they don't have a, a corp, although they do have a corpse. Yeah. Oh. So, but but what I've what I've heard is that this. This gets to uh, they get to hold a lot of their information back oh. without letting them tilt their uh, you know tip their cap and okay. let him know what they know. But because it now is is through the FBI, that crime is a federal crime. So they could also extradite him from Mexico and a couple other places if they wanted to. And this also makes the charges automatically worse for his parents if they can figure out for certain uh, that they are harboring him or or helping him get away. So I think it's just kind of a technicality to let the law run its course without letting him, wherever the hell he is, uh, know what they know. As a parent, I would still do whatever it took to protect my kid, even if it meant legal trouble for me. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see if they uh, if they get yoked up in the next couple days and taken away because um, uh, it, it, it just, with the naked eye, and I know we're going to talk a little bit more about everybody's obsession with it, but just with the naked eye, it feels as if they know a lot more than uh, than yep. they do. Correct. I don't know how I feel about this, but William Shatner is going to legitimately go where no 90-year-old man has ever gone before. He will join the crew on the next space flight with Jeff Bezos, uh-huh. making him the oldest man to ever go to space. Shatner, who played James Kirk on the classic TV show and subsequent movies, will take off in the new Shepard capsule in October for a 15-minute civilian flight, according to TMZ. Um, the exact date has not yet been revealed. The Blue Origin flight will be recorded for a documentary that was rejected by Discovery and now being negotiated by Shatner's team somewhere else. 
Of the celebrities who still have me blocked on Twitter, including Vanilla Ice, Matthew Berry, the talented Mr. Roto from ESPN, and others, William Shatner is one of the ones I regret the most. Oh, I, really? Yeah, I, I and I never said anything bad about him. I never tweeted anything bad about him. But remember when we had that uh, fake William Shatner's kid in the studio? Uh, uh, that was before my time. Oh, so well. what? What was it? He he. Oh, somebody was running around Tampa Bay saying that they were the Shats kid. He said that he was Baby Shat, <laughs> and uh, and so we had him in the studio, and he and he he looks a little Shatological. You know, he looks like he could be related to the Shat Man. Yeah. Um. But uh, he went through the whole story and everything, and I guess because I tweeted that guy or whatever. William Shatner blocked me, and he still got me blocked. So, I mean, he looks somewhat like it, or he looks like Shat himself? I wouldn't say he looks like Shat himself. I would say he's Shat-like. Okay. Like, if you took a Shat... Never mind. Sad news. Uh, the official cause of death, which is not shocking, but has been released for Michael K. Williams. So... Answer me this. Are people doing fentanyl for fun? Or is a fentanyl overdose always an accident? Like, did somebody get some fentanyl and say, hey, I'm going hard tonight with some fentanyl? Or is it always an accident? It's not always an accident. I think some people try to do a very small dose of it because it's a very effective uh, knock-you-out drug. They used enough of it to knock me out recently during a procedure. So you did get the fentanyl. I did. They gave me fentanyl as a painkiller, and I was out. So I think there are people who can... Maybe try to do a little bit of it, but more often than not, they're lacing yeah. it in the cocaine and heroin that people are thinking is harmless. And it must be it must be cheap, right? I, I guess mean, so. even though it's very strong, it's gotta be cheap, or else I don't think it wouldn't make much sense from a business perspective for a drug dealer to be cutting other drugs with fentanyl because then you're 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 killing off your clientele. Yeah. So I guess it must just be cheap. But even if it's cheap. You're cutting off. You're killing off your clientele. Uh, the medical examiner has determined that the wire actor's official cause of death is acute intoxication by the uh, combined fe- effects of fentanyl, heroin, and cocaine. His manner of death has been ruled accidental. Accidental. Yeah, he didn't. Uh, he didn't take his own life intentionally. So sad. That's it. what what the coroners do in autop when people do autopsies. But if if you if you took that much, who's some other human being to decide whether or not you did it on purpose or you did it on accident? Right. It's a good point. It, it's just an interesting thing to think about. Uh, if you're somebody who thinks that uh, racism is dead in this country, uh, <laughs> let this uh, be a prime example of not only is it alive and well, it's alive and well in our youth. Multiple high school students in Missouri uh, posted a racist petition online calling to bring back slavery in the United States. School district officials in Missouri Parks Hill District uh, declined to confirm the petition's contents when it was posted. Officials have also declined to describe any disciplinary action taken in response to the petition. Officials confirmed to USA Today that a small group of students from Park Hill South High School were involved in an incident. The school is located in Riverside, Missouri, just outside of Kansas City. Carrie Heron, the principal of the school, wrote in an email to parents and students last week that school officials found out about some unacceptable and racist statements that some students posted online during a school-related activity. 
She also told USA Today that a student first reported the incident on Thursday and school employees began an investigation the next day. We quickly knew that this was going to have a heavy impact on our community, especially on our students, especially on the families. Can you be a kid that's uh, that's taking part in that and not have some uh, some things going on at home? Uh, you can be, but it's not very likely. At the very least, they probably weren't taught enough in the opposite direction. Right. Not that they're being taught that uh, <laughs> slavery should return at home, but they're probably not being taught that it shouldn't be either. You're not opening your kid's eyes to the horrors of slavery. <sighs> if you thought it was going to be a one Cuomo summer, I've got bad news for you because it looks like the other Cuomo, Chris Cuomo, um, could be in a bit of trouble himself. A former ABC executive producer has accused Chris Cuomo of sexually harassing her at a 2005 work party after he grabbed her butt in front of her husband and co-workers and later called it a hearty greeting. That's the creepiest part of it all. A hearty greeting. Uh, Shelly Ross, veteran TV journalist, detailed the June 2005 incident at an Upper West Side bar in New York Times, in the New York Times op-ed earlier today. She said Cuomo sent an email in the aftermath telling her he was ashamed but quickly tried to show his actions were different from an actor accused of doing the same thing to a stranger on the street. Ross said she was working as an executive producer uh, on an ABC entertainment program at the time, but had just uh, but had been Cuomo's boss on ABC's Primetime Live just prior. I was at the party with my husband, who sat behind me on an ottoman, sipping his Diet Coke as I spoke with friends. When Mr. Cuomo entered the Upper West Side bar, he walked towards me and greeted me with a strong bear hug while lowering one hand to firmly grab and squeeze the cheek of my patak, she said. I can do this now that you're no longer my boss, he said, with a cocky arrogance. No, you can't. And she said she pushed him off, um, stepping back, revealing to her husband who had seen the entire thing, and they quickly left. Does it does it wash anything away that he apologized for it immediately? Like, does it as far as as far as coming out this many years later, Man. you got it. It happened and you got the apology in a short period of time. And then now, which I mean, it's not like Chris Cuomo's running for office or like he's doing anything. But um, here's the thing. I, I'm not here to tell someone how they should or shouldn't feel victimized. That's entirely up to you. And if you feel like you were wronged so egregiously that an immediate apology and a and, uh, uh, chagrined email that is also contrite, that didn't do the trick for you, take your pound of flesh, drag him through the public ringer. If there's anyone else that this happened to, then he's a habitual offender. But if he's not, what do we do to a guy that made a mistake years ago, apologized for it, and now it's being brought to light? Well, you're not going to like this aspect of it, and I'm not sure if you already saw this, but it's not just Chris Cuomo who's getting brought back up for his past transgressions. Uh, I'd like to call him a friend of the show, in a way, is at the center of this whole story as well. So he sends the email, and I, I didn't even know about this. I didn't even know about this. Though my hearty greeting was a function of being glad to see you, this is in the email. Christian Slater got arrested for a similar act. And, and as a husband, I can empathize with not liking to see my wife padded as such. 
So pass along my apology to your very good and noble husband, and I apologize to you as well for never putting you in that position. Next time, I will remember the lesson, no matter how happy I am to see you. I didn't know that uh, that Slater had uh, Slater had uh, a thing. I got into a little spot when I was doing a little meet and greet, and some hot little mama came up to me, and I said, would you like a high five? And there was some misunderstanding, and I grabbed two hands full of her culo. Lock me up and throw away the key, okay? So sorry that I like girls. I mean, at least you're owning it. Crucify me for my intentions, okay? So I see a nice Colombian ass, and I want to grab a handful. Big freaking deal. Sticking with the theme of, uh, of, of actors who may have uh, seen their best days pass them by, uh, exclusive video footage that has been obtained by The Sun shows... Uh, <laughs> I like how this is the movie that they reference. The national treasure actor, uh, who is 57, <laughs> Nicolas Cage, uh, being escorted out of Lowry's prime rib near the Las Vegas Strip last week. Eyewitnesses at first supposedly mistook Nicolas Cage uh, as a homeless person. <laughs> they say that according to staff, Nicholas had been drinking expensive whiskey and shots of tequila for hours before becoming belligerent, oh. wearing leopard pants. <laughs> Those are awful. Wearing leopard pants and flip-flops. No judgment. The actor could be sitting on a sofa while barefoot and struggling to get his sandals on oh. before staggering around and shouting. He was then blocked from apparently attempting to come back into the eatery by a woman believed to be a female member of the staff. Uh, man, it comes after an emotional roller coaster of a year for Nicholas, which has uh, seen him get married for the fifth time and lose his mother. Yeah, a, I mean, it's a rough spot. Have you seen Gaunt? Have you seen uh, this supposed movie out there that people say is his best work ever that's kind of new? I want to say it's called Pig. No. And it's about a it, it's a period piece from long, long ago. And he, he has a pig. He's a truffle hunter who gets his pig that he uses for truffle hunting stolen from him. Okay. I get, It's, like, really good. All right. I'm not, it sounds interesting. Like actors have said that. Uh, I mean, I haven't oh, seen it. I trust actors. Good. You should. Hey, do you know uh, uh, William Shatner's kid had uh, had a jazz album? Uh, just plays uh, plays the bongos, baby shot on the drums. <sighs> What's going on with Ron DeSantis and Joe Biden? This whole this Romance. whole breakdown. It well, it feels to me like like an episode of Billions. It feels like they're constantly kind of trying to find ways to screw each other over or one-up each other. Uh, Governor Ron DeSantis announced yesterday during a stop in Tampa that he has begun purchasing doses of the monoclonal antibody treatment directly from the pharmaceutical company GlaxoSmithKline after the federal government last week took control of the distribution. I can just see Axe and Chuck going back where Axe thinks he's got one over on Chuck because he's taking control of the entire supply yeah. and then Chuck comes back and it turns out he's dealing right, right with the people at the supplier. Yeah. DeSantis said the first purchase was for 3,000 doses of the drug Sotriv... Hmm? Sotrivimab. What? Sotrivimab. Huh? Uh, Sotrivimab. Sotrivimab. 
Yeah, exactly. That's what yeah. I said. Yeah. Which it was given emergency use authorization by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration in May. The governor said last week he would pursue a direct purchasing agreement with the company as the state is unable to directly buy doses of Regeneron's monoclonal antibody treatment. DeSantis in recent months has touted the treatment as being effective for patients with COVID-19 symptoms and set up 25 sites to administer it. I still don't know what Biden's deal was by kind of taking it away. It was either legitimately we were using it all up for everybody or he didn't want people in Florida thinking there was another alternative to the vaccine. Right. I don't know which one it was. Uh, either one doesn't make me feel real good. But wish those two would just bang it out already. They was so much sex- sexual tension. Yeah. Uh, the playoffs are a long ways away, but this is something exciting. I like when they kind of change the wheel a little bit and give you something that you're not used to. The NFL has announced that beginning this postseason, one of the six playoff games on Super Wild Card Weekend will be a Monday night football game. Ooh, all it, my rowdy friends are going to come over for that one. That's fun. Instead of triple headers on Saturday and Sunday, as was the case last season, now there will be just two games held on Saturday and one on Monday. That's fun. I don't know. I know I know there are actually reasons because you'd give somebody a really short week and it would suck for everybody. I think we should have NFL football every night of the week. Uh, the nights where we don't have it are just spent looking at the waiver wire of my fantasy football league. It, so, yeah. It's just what, something about when there's football on, even if it's just in the background, just, yeah. just having the presence of live football in your home, it's almost like a campfire. Almost. That's a pretty good marketing campaign. Football's like a campfire. Yeah. Uh, this next spot, I don't want to tell you that it seems like it would pair well with maybe a handful of mushrooms, but it sounds really cool, right. and I want to go check it out. Okay. Fairground St. Pete is a 15,000-square-foot warehouse that has been transformed into a colorful and immersive art destination. Ooh. The experience has the vibe of a Florida motel where you can venture through different rooms and soak in the creations made by several local artists. These all uh, there already is this incredible arts community and really talented artists and creatives here. We're giving them a platform and a pedestal in which everyone can undersee, uh, understand and see. That's coming from the Fairground St. Pete CEO, Liz Dimmitt. Unique art can be found in every room and aims to celebrate the uniqueness and wackiness of Florida. The floor is part of the art. The lights, the sound, even the smells in every room, it's fully immersive. More than 60 artists collaborated to create Fairground St. Pete, highlighting art in different forms and mediums. This place looks awesome. You just gave me one of the best ideas I've had in my entire life. I'm ready. You know how uh, the news channels, they'll do Florida on a tank full? Yeah. And it's like a one tank trip where I you go to St. Augustine or whatever. I think it's a Bay News 9 exclusive, but oh, yeah. Whatever. Well, yeah, I, I love those people. Well, I'm sure they're more than oh, okay, they yeah. do it across the okay. state. Florida on a handful. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all the attractions and exhibits in Florida that would be made cooler with a handful of mushrooms. But but that really sounds pretty damn cool. Yeah. I mean, in looking at it, it, it is the colors are insane, the lights are insane. Right. So if you find yourself feeling the vibe in downtown St. Pete, uh, check out this fairground spot. Next week, we take you to a Jacksonville Cosmic concert playing the music of Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin on Florida on a handful Dude, of we, mushrooms. That may be a bit that we, we may have to really start that. Uh, I'm down. Yeah, it, One of the must-stop places has to be the one and only Laser Light Show in Florida. Which one? I don't know. Oh. Do you know of one? Uh, Mosey keeps teasing me with, like, the tip, saying, you know, rubbing it all around, being like, oh, yeah, yeah, Nick, we're going to do it. But they never come through.
Oh, I was going to have this audio. It's Florida on the... Oh, 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 sorry. No, 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 no sorry. I was no, going to play. I, know, I was fault. just trying to sneak up on you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> What's that? happening there is a gorilla gorilla sex act it oh. turns out that humans are not the only ones who get down and dirty for sexual pleasure a pair of frisky gorillas at the bronx zoo proved that when one was filmed proved that when one was filmed performing oral sex on its partner in front of a group of zoo goers a clip of the not so safe for work sex scene is currently blowing up on uh, social media but animal experts report it's it's all completely normal and, and I didn't know that mouth love was a thing that animals did, uh, but supposedly it's very prominent in the primate community. Yeah, primates, um, I think there are some other species that do it. I'll never forget, I was uh, I was walking with a buddy of mine, and we see a dog going to town on himself. I was like, man, I wish I could do that. He goes, don't you think you better get to know him first? <laughs> Great ape fellatio may seem unorthodox, but it's really not. Oral sex is actually fairly common throughout the animal kingdom, with sightings of species ranging from cheetahs to bears and bats engaging in the salacious act. In fact, many species engage in sex for pleasure. You think any of those uh, those monkeys or gorillas like a macaque in their mouth? I think they probably stick to their own species. It's not as evolved as uh, others. Uh, and lastly, um, 16% of people have already started uh, shopping for Christmas. You disgusting bastards. I'm all burnt up. Good job alive. Hello. That's Gorilla Radio, the lullaby version of Kiss. What's going on? Hi. How are you? Good. How you doing, sir? Good. Very well. Good. What can we do for you? Uh, I'm going to try to get some the melodies, but I think I lost the first two. All right. Well, what do you got? The third one I thought I had. Um, yeah, that's for your life story. Can you give me a hint? What the hell? Uh, yeah, I'll give you a hint. Uh, what's annoying and is about to be hung up on? Me. Pretty smart guy. What did I do? What did we do at 424 that uh, Radio Holly had to turn the radio off from her child at 420? Was that before? I think it was one of the first stories you did. Uh, and I didn't, I didn't think it was that suggestive. Yeah. Should yeah. alive. Hello. Maybe our kid's just a little, you know. Hello. Hey, hey, Drew and John, how's Hi. it going? Hey, what's up, sir? How you doing? Hey, brother, I don't have a guest for the for the uh, for the joints, but I do have a uh, handful uh, laser light museum suggestion for you. Florida on a handful, yeah. Where uh, where are we gonna go? Yeah. Uh, Bishop Planetarium uh, in Bradenton, brother. And they got once, a laser uh, light show. Once a month, they have a rock show. No. Wow, that's the opposite Absolutely. of the Togo uh, experience. Uh, Bishop, B-I-S-H-O-P. Bishop Planetarium. Um, yes, sir. This is also close to where they murdered Snooty. Oh, yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Appreciate that. They say if you walk slow at night, uh, you can still hear her cries. <laughs> Happy Because yeah. wasn't it Snooty's birthday when they murdered Snooty? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So sad. I heard it was fentanyl. <laughs> Speaking of uh, fellatio, those manatees, they can auto-fellate. Yeah, you always say, oh, oh, oh. Okay, sorry. Yeah, it, was, it was Journey to the Stars, and I thought it was like Journey, the band. 
but it's just a show about stars called Journey to the Stars. I thought it was like Journey. Wheel in the sky, keep on turning. That'd be cool. The the Journey to the Stars with the music of Journey uh, would be great. I'm looking up cosmic concerts. Yeah, wait, I don't see anything don't on the either. list. I think that guy was lying. So that's not a Florida on a handful stop. Drew Grab Alive, hello. Hello. Not getting a good vibe from you from your first two syllables. Dude. Hey, hot job. Oh, okay, now I am. What's up, sir? Uh, I want to chime in on the text. Okay. Yeah, remember when the next towels were out and it, it, uh, the two-way radios? Yeah. I never used one or I had one, but yeah, I remember them. People seem to, I, I didn't, you, yeah. you'd be talking to somebody and all of a sudden you'd be like, beep, beep. Oh, my gosh. My walkie-talkie, beep, beep. Over. Yeah, and yeah, I worked for the railroad for a few years um, building tracks, and we got our boss so good so many times. Like, he'd be standing next to us, and there'd be like 20 people listening, and they would think he was around. And we'd be like, what about that guy? Oh, yeah, Leprechaun, that little short guy. And we'd be like, ah, you know? Do you enjoy working in the uh, railroad industry? Because you sound like a guy who likes it in the caboose. Uh, I do so... No, I'm on uh, roofs now. I didn't install solar. Getting high. Gotcha, so, buddy. Thank it you. Was, uh, as I went from one hot job to another. Well, you know what? Some people like it outdoors. It's, you're, you're one of them. It's not easy to run a train. Drew Gobble Live. Hello. Who are you? Hey, what's going on? Hey, Steve. Stevie. How you doing, bud? Stevie boy. I'm feeling we got to get you, Drew Garabla, white chocolate mushroom candy bar for some kind of adventure or something. Am I feeling that vibe, John? I mean, Florida on a handful could be Florida on a chocolate bar. It's not quite as, uh, you know, pleasing to the ears, yeah. but gets the job done. Well, rumor has it that there's, like, medical-grade mushroom bars out there mm. in the universe. In the universe. Medical. All right. Medical grade mushrooms. I've that's what I've heard. I've never heard of medical uh, mushrooms. Steve before. told me. All right, if Steve's not going to lie, medical to you. grade white chocolate candy bar mushrooms. At that, I don't recognize white chocolate as a chocolate. Uh, I recognize white chocolate as a nickname of Jason Williams, former Orlando Magic and Sacramento Kings player. Uh, but white chocolate is a form of vanilla to me. It's not a. It's not a chocolate. You're like a reverse Spike Lee with the color black. That's interesting. <laughs> they do call me the white Spike Lee. Uh, and thank you very much. Appreciate that. Ooh, that'd be a great way to, to refer to myself. I'm Drew Garabo, the white Spike Lee. Eh, I don't know if you want that. I do. The white Spike Lee meets the black Mike D. 727-579-1025. Let's talk Gabby. Let's take your phone calls. All that next. On Drew Grab Alive, because you want to react to something. I don't know what it is, but you're all on the phones right now. Medi Weight Loss, the medically supervised program that keeps you accountable and keeps you losing weight. You can throw the book at me, tell me 15 million different ways to lose weight, but if I'm not a part of something, it's not going to stick for me, and I know a lot of other people are the same way. When I go in for my weekly weigh-ins, they keep me accountable, and most importantly, they keep me motivated, because when I step on that scale and see that I'm losing weight, that makes me want to stick to the plan to lose more weight, and they want to give Bone listeners a free assessment. Go to startmedi.com slash 1025 at startmedi.com slash 1025 or call 877-MED-LOSS. They've got locations in South Tampa, Brandon, Clearwater, and Lutz. Induce accept some insurances, so find out if they accept yours and let them know uh, that uh, John Senning from Drew Garabo Live sent you. It's Drew Garabo Live on 102.5 The Bone.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.